Hello, you wonderful human being. It's Michał here, and I'm actually going to interview my wonderful partner, Sylvia. Hi. About a project she's been working on for around a month Two now. Months. Two months. Wow, the time flies. And that is her digital journal, a public journal where she writes every day and she um, strips her emotional layers. It's actually called Onion Journals. Um, and yeah, I'll explore a little bit with you the topic of how it all came about, how are you feeling about writing in public and sharing all your experiences. So maybe let's start uh, at the very beginning. Why did you start a public journal? Um, so I think there's a few reasons. One is that I, I wanted for a while to have a place online where I can share more of myself with people. Um, of course, I publish articles and I you know, I write and I make art and, but I wanted something different. I wanted something that was more personal about my inner world. Um, and I wanted to practice vulnerability. I wanted to practice being more comfortable talking about things that are uncomfortable and, and sharing that with people. And also I like the idea of posting every day because I write um, for uh, a living so I also like to have something that makes me practice my writing every day and that keeps me accountable so having an online journal and having people following it um, gives me people who are expecting my posts every day so mm. it, it helps me to actually do it mm. so it's a form of accountability yeah very much yeah I see. And um, you mentioned the, the topic of vulnerability. I think this is something I would like to dig deeper because, well, I guess it's almost <laughs> counterintuitive to be vulnerable in public. It's kind of a, a strange, or maybe it's not a strange idea, but it's, it's unintuitive, let's say. Usually... Um, I guess people don't share very personal things and especially not with a very broad public that you don't really know who they are, but some of them are actually your friends, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, well, I'm reading your journal also and we live together, uh, but there's also some of your close friends that I know you shared uh, your journal with. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, why this topic and how do you feel about sharing your emotional... Uh, corners of your soul with, with everyone? Um, I very much enjoy it. it. It's not as hard as I thought it would be and it's not as hard as it perhaps might sound because the truth is I can choose how vulnerable I can be and I'm not going all in publishing about topics that feel absolutely uncomfortable and that touch deep wounds that would make me feel really bad for sharing so basically I share things that 
they are a little bit uncomfortable. I, I try to be as honest as possible. Um, and I try to open up as much as possible. But I, if, I, if something is just too intimate or too vulnerable, I probably won't share it. Or I will, you know, check in with how that feels and maybe share it at a later time. Mm. And when you sit down to write, how, how does it look like? Do you have any um, practice that helps you to connect with with your inner self? Um, how do you get yourself to the state of of emotional connection? Um, it's different every day. Sometimes I wake up, I usually do it in the morning, and sometimes I wake up and I feel very inspired and I have a lot of things to share. Um, and I just write about that. Other times I have nothing. This has been the case actually for the last few days. I've been feeling very... Um, very disconnected from inspiration in general. So what I'm doing is, for example, today I was just writing, um, not trying to make much sense in a way. I was just writing um, as if I'm painting with words, just letting words flow freely and and just express myself in a, in a more loose way. Mm. Um, other times I I just start, so something I did the other day is I didn't really know what to write about, so I just started describing what I was seeing around me. And I think this was very effective because I was saying what I was doing, where I was, how I was feeling. And then, this first of all, this is very grounding and it really brings me to the present moment and calms me down. And also it then leads to other observations that we usually can find in mundane things but only if we look close enough so yeah it depends on the day and so you you said that you've been doing this for around two months now mm -hmm. uh, so it's quite a nice sample already yeah. um, did you notice any recurring patterns in what you write about or how you write about good question um, yes, I often write about, yeah, there are certain topics that keep coming back because I, I know that they are more important for me in my life. Um, this can be things that I want to dedicate myself to, for example, my spiritual practice. Um, I use these journals to just bring myself back to it, just keep bringing it to my awareness, keep reinforcing my intention. Um, then there's other things that are my my worries, so I, I used to call them the, the themes of my anxiety. So these keep coming up regularly, so every time they come up I just write about them. And I, because this helps me make more sense out of them, so they become I understand them better and therefore they become more manageable and also it brings me some relief and it helps me process them and brainstorm solutions. Mm. It's, it's very interesting. I really like how you use, use those themes that are coming up and um, also those 
moments and those days that are harder and how you experiment with what you write about and how you connect this let's say almost technical exercise of writing every day with actually making sense of of your life and um, how it opens up new new possibilities for you I guess um, I'm curious also about what you have learned so far in in your experience do you have any insights to share yeah so one of them i think the biggest one is how how powerful it is to tell my own story so as i'm writing every morning i am I am bringing my awareness to certain things in my life and the way how I tell them ends up influencing how they happen. So I choose what to write about and and consequently those things will be on my mind more. So they will become more real. So what I was saying before, for example, with my meditation practice, the more I write about it, the more I think about it and the more... Um, the more motivated I am to do it because it just becomes clearer and and then the more I feel like writing about it so it's kind of a snowball effect and and I yeah I noticed that how I tell things sometimes I'm writing something and I am noticing that I can choose to write about a certain thing in several different ways and very often as I am telling it especially if it's something very internal or very emotional as I am telling it I am at the same time shaping it so as I'm talking about my feelings my feelings are changing so let's say I'm, I'm describing how I'm feeling in a specific morning um, I start by saying that I don't feel, you know, top of my game and that I'm feeling a little bit anxious, a little bit restless. And then I think, okay, so what are, what are some possible ways to deal with this? And then as I start writing about some possible ways to deal with this, I start seeing those ways more clearly. And as I see them more clearly, for example, let's say I want to focus on things that I'm grateful for or... I, I want to motivate myself to start making new commitments, take new goals. And then as I write these things, I am fueling myself to feel them more. So suddenly I am not in that anxious, restless place anymore. I am conducting the narrative in a completely different way. And, and that way starts becoming real. And also I noticed that very often not just in the moment, but overall, how I tell my story becomes my reality. Because if I write something, if I'm dealing with something in my life and then I write about it, I'm telling a story about it. And then if I write about it in my journal, it's likely that when I tell it to someone, it will be similar. So that really becomes my story because that's what I tell people. That's what I tell myself. This is how I made sense of it. And and this is how I will keep telling it. So that really becomes my story. And then it starts becoming real because I believe it. 
I cannot really think about specific examples, but but this this happens in very sometimes very subtle ways, and I think that's why it's hard to think about examples. Um, but very strongly. So this is one thing that I learned about writing my own story. Um, then I think writing for people and knowing that someone will be reading it is a very unique experience because I've been journaling on a paper journal for a very long time but this changes the game completely first because I I have to write to make my writing at least decent so that other people can make sense of it and in my journal I don't um, so yeah I'm, I'm writing for myself but also knowing that other people will read it and it's interesting because sometimes I'm I'm writing and I'm I'm picturing the faces of those people that I know are following my journal and I'm writing a little bit for them as well and I'm saying certain things knowing that they are there and knowing who they are like oh I'm saying this but probably you will think this thing but anyway I will you know what I mean mm. so yeah it's interesting also to have this relationship with with the readers Sometimes I, I address them. Sometimes it's almost like a conversation, but it's, of course, one-sided. Well, people can comment, and they do uh, sometimes, but it's it feels very... It's a very peculiar situation that I'm, I'm writing, and people are reading it, and I'm kind of talking to them, and it feels very intimate, but at the same time, I don't get the same amount of disclosure from them. So... Sometimes I'm talking to a friend and and I'm telling them something that happened to me and they're like, oh yeah, I knew that, I read that in your journal. And I'm like, wow, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, those are some things. I really loved what you said about writing your own story. This sounded so powerful. Mm. Um, just be... And I totally, totally agree with you. Like the way how you write about your experience defines the experience for you. And you can create the meaning of the experience just by your choice of words and how you decide to write about it and what you decide to focus on and from what perspective are you approaching your mm. experience of life. It sounds... Yeah, like when you said that, I felt like, wow, this is so cool. I really like it. I really like this idea. And it's it feels like very, very powerful experience. Mm. Can I add something on yeah. that? So as you were saying that, I was realizing that, okay, you can also, of course, do that with regular journaling. But I think the fact that people are reading it, that people are reading this story adds a lot to it and I don't think I would be able to do this in private because it's kind of like yeah it's storytelling not just for me I think it's all about this relationship yes I feel like yeah I think this is very important the relationship between me and the readers because it's something very private and yes I'm telling my own story but it's almost as if I'm telling the story of a character and I'm developing that character 
and because other people are there witnessing me, it feels more powerful. There's the accountability, of course, but there's also, I don't know how to pinpoint it, but it's, I don't think it would work with the same effectiveness if I would just be writing the story for myself. It's like, almost like writing a book. You wouldn't write a book just for yourself, right? You want to share it with the world. And there's a lot of, of things there that are very personal and that I feel like sharing them. I want people to see me in that place. And yeah, so I just wanted to bring attention to this relationship and, and the storytelling is effective because there is someone listening to the story. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because, yeah, it just puts puts attention on the receiver, right? Like mm. it's two sides that actually co-create the experience. Of course, you are the one putting it out there, but I guess just because you know somebody else will read it and people can actually comment and interact and they do bring it to, to you in conversations, this creates completely different... This changes your experience of writing. Um, it's Yeah, I can see how it's very different from writing just for for your own sake and not sharing with with other people um i'm also very curious how did this practice change if it did change at all um uh, your journaling practice your analog journaling um that you I know you still keep your journal, uh, but I'm curious if there's any changes that happened. Yeah, um, there were some changes. So I use my journal now mainly for planning and for habit tracking. I still use the minimalist journaling system and I have my fertility tracker. I have my weekly spreads and... I think now I I moved most of my long form slash processing slash you know long freehand journaling to my onion journals. But sometimes when I feel like there's a lot of messy thoughts that I, I still don't really know how to make sense of and I cannot really write a coherent narrative about it, I still use my journal to just dump stuff there. Uh, but for example, I used to journal in my journal, paper journal, every morning, and now I just do it online. I just do it on my onion journals. Mm, I see. Well, it kind of makes sense, yeah. right? It's the part of your journal, traditional, let's say, journaling practice that you you don't need to duplicate anymore. So you're just you separated mm. the, the two parts. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds sounds cool. Um, I I wonder. There was still one more question I wanted to ask, um, but it's not coming to me right now. Um, but I also wanted to ask a, a very technical question mm -hmm. about the the platform that you use mm -hmm. and why did you choose it and how is your experience with it? So I'm using Substack. And I chose it because it's very simple. It's a newsletter platform. So 
it's very intuitive to just write a daily entry and then people can subscribe to it and get an email if they want with my entry. Um, and it's pretty, it's simple. Um, there's also some options, I haven't really looked into it yet, but there's options for you to create a, a paywall and just have paid subscribers. I haven't really thought about that for now and I think I'm gonna just keep it free. Um, at least for the near future but i i don't know i just i just like that i wanted a, a solution that is very resistance free i didn't feel like creating a blog or starting a, a wordpress website but i at the same time i i also didn't want to have it on medium because it's a little bit too public that's where i have mm. my <laughs> my other work and also it's it i feel like medium is different i, I it's not for yeah, it, it doesn't feel like the right platform because I just imagine my profile getting super cluttered with very short entries and I don't feel like this is the right place for that. So, yeah, I like Substack because I like to think about it as a newsletter. A diary is somehow similar to a newsletter for me. Uh, yeah, that's mainly... I didn't really think too much about it. It was just simple. I see. Yeah, it makes makes sense, and I love that approach. I know that sometimes the the technology can be an obstacle for you, and I really love that you just picked the simplest yeah. solution that felt intuitive and effortless for you. And this is always kind of an approach I want to cultivate also in myself, in technology, but also in life in general. It just makes it so much easier. Um, and I guess um actually this is something i i didn't ask but was when you started it was this some kind of like um challenge that you've had that now i'm gonna write every day for 30 days or was there a kind of any commitment or you just decided one day hey i'm gonna do this and then you just kind of ended up doing it yeah, it was more or less like that. There was no commitment or deadline or anything. I just felt a very strong desire to do it. To have a place where I share my thoughts and my... Yeah, where I can be vulnerable. I feel this strong desire to be more vulnerable, to open up and for people to see that. And I, I just wanted to have this place online. And... Yeah, again, as I said, I wanted this accountability and the frequency. So I didn't really say that it's going to be for the next 30 days or for the rest of my life. I just decided, okay, from tomorrow on, I'm going to start writing every day. So what I did first was I wanted to have a concept for the journal. So I know it's not just a journal. There, there's something. So what is this? And I that's when I came up with the concept of onion journals, just kind of peeling myself uh, I think the tagline is something like peeling myself to complete emotional nakedness, which is a little bit like, <laughs> as I think about it now, it's a little bit corny, but I, I, I kind of like it's it. It's very strong <laughs> and very cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the concept. It's vulnerability. And the goal is for me to write every day and, and, and try to be as authentic and, and open and real and raw as possible. And that's pretty much it. I started because I really felt like it. And I'm going to continue until I stop feeling like it. <laughs> that sounds very healthy. Um, so one more question. 
is about the impact of your work and your your journal on others did you receive any feedback from people who read your journal did it come up in any conversations i know we had a few conversations but we didn't really explore this very much no. we i kind of i i i read your entries sometimes not every day but often uh but we never really talk about it but i guess also because well we live together we talk anyway every day i yeah. feel like i know quite well what's going on with you but it's all also interesting to get this perspective uh through my email client uh but i'm curious if you've been hearing anything from from people who read and what kind of comments are there um yeah i have well first first thing is that i haven't shared it with many people so far only like 20 something people know about this so um it's not like i've had you know crazy affluence and <laughs> lots of traffic and just I people see. getting You're in touch not by the millions have got in level yet <laughs> <laughs> yet <laughs> but but yeah those people are mostly people that i really care about and that i have some connection with um and i got i've been getting i think more and more messages from them um every once in a while telling me oh this specific post really resonated with me and i've been thinking about it and here's something else that i found that you might like or can you also write about this thing or can you share some of your illustrations also some requests um hmm. but yeah i found that that people really show their appreciation and and there are certain posts i think that seem to have more impact and i think those are again the ones where i'm more vulnerable when i am opening up more and i i show myself in a more fragile light i think not necessarily fragile but when i show more of myself so when i'm writing something and i'm really feeling connected to that i'm really touching something deep inside myself those are when people tend to respond more and say wow this really resonated yeah i think this is it that's quite amazing that those posts when you are really open and connected uh really touch people well amazing it's also kind of intuitive i would say like yes this this feels right the more you open yourself the the more impact you make um is there I'm not sure how to ask this question but what I'm trying to get out of it is ideas for becoming more open and connected in your writing. Do you have any practices or lessons from your experience how how can someone open themselves or how do you do that um so you could actually write those posts that really touch people's souls? That's a great question. Um I think one of the 
ways is what I was describing to you before this when I feel like I am more disconnected I, I've only done this once or twice but this starting by writing about the present moment doing a check-in mm. how I feel right now or what's right now around me what am I seeing what am I smelling and then taking it from there I think this really helps because the more you bring yourself to the present moment, the more likely you are to really talk from an authentic point of view. Um, um, what else? Trying to think about something else. What do I do to be more authentic and connected to myself in my writing well I think when it has more emotional load if I'm feeling something strongly and I let my words express that so for example yesterday and today yesterday I was feeling very angry mm -hmm. and I was writing with that anger so my words were kind of full of anger and and I think this was very real but also at the same time it can be a bit tricky because some emotions especially these more challenging ones more heavy emotions can can turn a little bit into complaining and negative talk if I'm expressing them in in a, in a way that's not authentic and it's easy to go there for me, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but if I really stay aware of them, of I'm sharing this from a point of view that these emotions are happening for me, I'm, I'm feeling angry right now, but I'm not this anger and I can see above it, then then it feels real and then it feels powerful. And yesterday, I think I kind of managed. And at the same time, it also felt a little bit like after I wrote this, I was feeling like, ah, do I really want to share this? It feels a bit strange. I feel a little bit uncomfortable like to expose. I don't know. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be this angry person complaining and just spreading this energy onto other people. Uh, but then I, I published it anyway. And I think the lesson to take from that is that I, I want to be authentic, but also there are many different ways of being authentic. And I think writing in public, there is a desire for me to have a positive impact on people. So when I communicate from this real, raw, emotional place, I want to share that, but I... I, I want the effect to be this feeling of, of shared humanity and not this bringing other people down to a certain negative frequency. But of course I cannot control that completely. I'm just sharing openly and I'm not perfect and, and sometimes that will happen. But yeah, to go back to your question, I think when I share from... A place when I my words carry my emotions when they 
go along when they're fueled by emotions, usually it feels more connected. And hey, I think you are actually perfect. <laughs> oh. You're a perfect human being. Um, wow, more questions are coming up for me. It's, it's <laughs> such an interesting subject. I'm very happy we, we decided to talk yeah, about it. Me it's too. a very good exploration. So another question. Um, any posts that you deleted or decided I'm not, I'm not sharing this, uh, I need to write something else? No, actually no. Today in the morning, it was the first time when I started writing something and then I felt like I couldn't finish it because I my brain power was not there and it was a complex and vulnerable topic. Um, and then I, I just decided I, I don't really know if I want to first share about this. Also because it was about somebody else too. And it feels kind of, okay, if it's just about me, it's okay. But if it involves someone else, I'm not sure if I want to. Um, but I just didn't finish writing it. And I, I felt like if I would finish it in a way that would be vulnerable, but that, that I would still feel like, yes, this is true. And this is how I want to show up talking about this topic, then I would share it. But I, I just didn't have the, the, the brain power to do it. Apart from that, um, there were a few times when I started writing something, like a, a sentence or a paragraph, and I was like, ah, this is actually not what I want to talk about. And I just deleted that and, and I wrote something else. And there was one time that I wrote something really deep and it took a lot of my energy. And then um, when I was posting it, I my internet connection failed and it was deleted and I had to write something <laughs> else from scratch. So I think those are the only instances that I can think of mm. something similar. Um, thank you for sharing. <laughs> I'm also curious if this work, this this public journal that you're keeping, if it affected your other kinds of writing that you're doing. Because, well, writing is your, well, kind of your main, one of the main things you, you do professionally. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm curious if there's any relationship between your journal and your work. Yeah, that's a good question. And to be honest, let me think. Hmm. I haven't really thought about it. Also because I haven't been writing as much as before for these past two months. What have I been doing even? <laughs> I remember. Hmm. No, I have been writing. Um, I think it... Okay, so something I did notice was that I'm I'm more comfortable speaking in my own voice. Mm. Making my words sound like me. If you know what I mean. Mm. It, it's more fluent in that way. Um, I, I think I... I still struggle with some things that I... With the main things that I struggled with writing before. Um, 
like if I'm feeling blocked like I was today and yesterday I I just still struggle I'm still blocked no matter if I journal and if I because for example today in my journal I was doing that thing that I was telling before that I'm just writing really freely but then I'm trying to write an article and it's completely different so I'm still blocked um and yeah this is really what comes up for me right now mm. i being more comfortable not being more comfortable speaking in a voice that sounds more like me i think that's an amazing benefit yeah. and i remember having this come up a few times since you started writing seriously or like for a living um and you've been expressing this a few times that you sometimes struggle to write from your own voice yeah. and you feel like you sound like someone you're you're not and you're happy with the content but the style of it it's not necessarily you and mm. you're struggling to connect with this voice sometimes uh so i'm so happy to hear this is amazing um discovery and i'm very glad um that it's happening for you um do you have any suggestions or insights to share with someone who might want to consider doing this kind of experiment yeah um so one thing first is ask yourself why you want to do it why do i want to do this so for example for me it's this i i wanted to I just felt like being seen, you know, showing myself in my creative expression and this practicing vulnerability in front of other people um, and also this accountability for my writing. So ask yourself, why do you want to do this? And then, and then because then it might be different for different reasons. Like if you want to, I don't know, just catalog your experiences then the concept of your journal will be different than if you just want to write creatively and express your emotions freely every day um, or if you want to write just for yourself or or f only for your friends or if you're thinking about monetizing this in the future or if this is like the the beginning of a book you want to write autobiography or anything so just think about why you want to do it because also that will help you yeah this will help you create the concept of your journal and that will help you stick with it in the long run um, more easily and then i mean i don't know but i would say start gradually start sharing it gradually at least for me i i like that i started at first it was only you and my brother who knew about it and then i told <laughs> like a few weeks later i told a few more friends and then there were like five people who knew about it and then gradually i expanded and and now i'm feeling very comfortable with maybe sharing it with more people um i don't know if i want to share it publicly just like give the link but i think from the information i told here if if people really want to find it they will um what else 
I think this is pretty much it. Just enjoy the process. <laughs> <laughs> As always. I guess maybe define when you want to do it. But not necessarily. I, I decided that I will do it in the morning, but some days I don't feel like it and I just do it in the evening. Mm. Also find the good platform for you, something that's resistance-free. So whatever is most comfortable for you and feels more intuitive, just, just go with that. And then you can always adapt. Just don't let that be a barrier to never let you get started. Mm. And then that's it. You're, you're just going to find your way as you go discover how how to do it what's the best way for you and it's it will change yeah i love that um and i love the um, start with why advice i think f i can really resonate with that whenever i i embark on a serious commitment and i do it from a place of deep why that I really fought through and it's something very powerful the results are amazing and I can continue for a very long time and really go through it and and yeah and exceed my own expectations like like it happened with the yoga challenge when I mm -hmm. just kind of started doing yoga every day for an hour and then it lasted for 235 days wow <laughs> that's crazy um but yes yeah, starting from this place of why i think is very key for mm. doing this kind of projects um yeah. i really like that you you mentioned that and also something else i think that just came up while you were saying that is that for me something very important is that it feels very easy because every day I can do it differently it doesn't have to look like anything all I know is that every day I'm gonna write an entry but sometimes if I feel like I don't really feel like writing I can just write a sentence or I can just make a list of things that I'm grateful for as if I would do in my journal but it, it doesn't have to be you know a piece full of insights every day I, I don't have to write brilliant prose it's whatever I'm feeling every day and that will be different and I can be completely open with that mm. I love that thank you for sharing thank you for listening um, I think maybe this is a good place to, yeah. to finish this conversation um, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good i have some clarity um about this um some insights have been consolidated in a way that i hadn't thought about before and and i'm feeling grateful that you took the time to ask me questions and and listen to me and feeling quite happy and peaceful and you I'm feeling inspired. Um, I feel like I got clarity on, on some of my own questions in the realm of public journaling. Um, I feel very connected to you. It's It felt very nice, like a very, yeah, very good connection exercise. It just feels super, super good. Um, and I feel very... Oh, what's the word? 
like a combination of humble, serene, and in awe. Just because we're in this stunning place next to the ocean, looking at another island in the distance and almost sunset light, and there's just birds and forest around. Um, yeah, they feel just very, very peaceful. Um, so I guess this is a good place to, to end. Um, thank you so much for listening dear listener um, I hope this was uh, an interesting adventure and if you would like to ask any questions to Sylvia or myself you can always reach out to us we're available at journalsmarter.com and you can also find Sylvia's onion journals on Substack if you want to do some digging <laughs> and we wish you a wonderful, peaceful, beautiful, beautiful day. Bye. Lots of love.